0: Well, hello, friends, and welcome to another CMYK Talk podcast. Man, it feels like it's been a long time since we've done one of these. My name is Matt, and I'm so excited that you would choose to spend the next few moments listening in on this um podcast. Conversation, hopefully, about some things that we think really matters. Whether you are a part of the CMYK community or you're someone that's just kind of dipping your toes in the water trying to figure out what this thing is, I think this is uh, hopefully going to be a helpful talk and some thoughts and ideas for you. And ultimately, I just want you to know kind of right out of the gates, this is going to be a completely different kind of talk than anything we've ever really done on the CMYK podcast before. And the reason is because as we look at where we are in 2018 and kind of where we're headed as a community, we just kind of felt like it would be a a good thing for us to just hit pause on our traditional kind of talk format and for me to just kind of have some information dump about who we are, where we are, where we're headed, why we're doing the things that we're doing, and just kind of give you everything that we got. Show all our cards to anybody that would be interested. And for some of you, this is going to feel like, I mean, this feels like a membership class, or this feels like some kind of the history of CMYK. And I fully realize that for some of you, that is not a motivating thing at all. Um, but the reason we're not doing that is, A, this is not a membership class. So at the end of this, we're not asking you to sign up for anything. We're not asking for your name and phone number and all those kinds of things to put you in a database. That's not happening. Uh, but, the, but B, the reason we're doing it is because we are serious about this idea of the CMYK community, that this is a group of people working to do life together in a more beautiful way. This is this is what we're up to. And so for, for, for me and hopefully for you, the ability to kind of show all of our cards and say this is why we're doing what we're doing and where we're headed and all these things is an opportunity for you to have the information that you need to get plugged in and to engage and be a part of this stuff with us, rather than maybe on the periphery or just kind of listening in, you feel like you have the tools needed to maybe be a part of a discussion and conversation about some of these things. So that's our goal with what's about to happen, and I'm hopeful that it does happen. I'm hopeful that you would be a part of this conversation and connecting around some of these things. So to talk about CMYK, I've got to go back a few years, and particularly I need to go back to a period of my life uh, where in Christian culture, which is what I grew up in, in Christian church culture, there were these things that kind of had some prominence for a period of time, and they were known as accountability groups. Now, some of you just got a stomach ache when I said that word because you remember or you've been around these things called accountability groups before they were all the rage for a period of time an accountability group was simply this you would identify a couple people that you'd meet with on a weekly basis and you'd be accountable to one another pretty simple concept right and so there would be things that you would want to see happen in your life and you would say those things to this group and then be hold yourself accountable by showing up and talking about those things on a regular basis believing that that this accountability group would be the thing that would motivate you to go and do the things that you wanted to do. Or there'd be things you'd wanna stop and this group would help you stop that by holding yourself accountable and having to talk about it regularly. So these things kind of rose to the surface and were a big deal when I was in high school. And particularly my junior, senior year of high school, I was so gung-ho on it that grabbed a group of my friends and said, hey, let's start an accountability group. And there's a couple kind of key things that we wanted to make sure happened with our accountability group. One, We wanted to read the Bible more, because that's what good Christian men did. They read the Bible a lot. So we told ourselves, we're going to read the Bible just a whole ton, and that's what we're going to hold ourselves accountable to. We're going to meet every week and ask, did you read the Bible? And we're going to, because of this meeting, be able to say, yes, I did, and we're going to see these things happen. The other thing that we want to see take place is, as uh, young post-pubescent boys, there was this thing called the internet, and on the internet was pornography. And for us, This was an issue. This was something that we wanted to see out of our life. We didn't want to deal with it anymore. And so the thought of meeting every week and someone asking, did you look at porn, and having to either confess, yes, I did, or be able to celebrate, no, I didn't, was going to be something that was going to help us and move us forward in taking these steps of not looking at porn anymore. We just wanted a space to be honest. We wanted a space that we could deal authentically with one another. So we were all gung-ho, and we started meeting, it was on Thursdays, it was at JB's. I don't know if you remember what those were, but man, they had good cinnamon rolls. So we, we would meet at JB's on Thursdays, and we would have these conversations. Did you read your Bible? Did you look at porn? Are you being honest with me? Did you read your Bible? Did you look at porn? Are you being honest with me? And that was essentially the conversation. And right out of the gates, no surprise, the questions were all the wrong answer. Did you read your Bible? No. Did you look at porn? Yes. Are you being honest with me? Well, not really. <laughs> and we started to see this repetition take place within this small group of guys every week. All of us getting together, and it was the same answers all the time. Did you read your Bible? No, nope, didn't even touch it. I don't really even know where it is to be honest. Did you look at porn? Yeah, I did. Actually, I did looked at more porn this week than I did last week. And then, are you being honest with me? Well, yeah, I think so. I'm trying. And And so it got to this point where we were finding ourselves dealing with so much shame and guilt of having to come back to this group week after week after week and not seeing really any change in our life, not seeing any of the things we wanted to see happen happen or not seeing any of the things that we didn't want to see happen gone. And so because of that shame and guilt, we started to create, and my, myself personally, I can speak for myself, started to create this language around around these things that I wouldn't have to feel so guilty about it. So did you read your Bible? Well, you know, I spent some good time in Scripture this week. What did that mean? I, I found my Bible and I put it in my car, like I had it next to me, so there's some good time with Scripture. Is that is that what... I, I knew that I wasn't being truly honest, but I was just using language that would get me through the conversation where I wouldn't feel guilt. I started to find myself putting on a mask, a facade of how I was really doing and how things were really going because I was so tired of continually letting myself and these people down. And I think this was kind of the general consensus of the group. All of us were just seeing this week after week, month after month after month. Did you read your Bible? No. Did you look at porn? Yes. And it got to this point where we would ask each other, okay, what can we be praying for? What's going on in your life? And and we found ourselves saying statements like, well, you know, I just have some stuff going on if you could be praying for me. Like, what does that mean in the midst of trying to be truly authentic and honest? Or <laughs> I have an unspoken. Like, wh- what? I thought we were here. The reason we were here is so that we could be fully authentic and fully accountable to what's going on in our life. And we are not doing that here. Week after week, year after year. This thing just became a facade, a game to play, a mask to wear to try to save face. And it got to the point where we just had to look at each other and just realize, okay, we have a reason for why we're doing this, but the reason why we say we're doing this is not the actual reason that we're doing this. Because we're not finding any kind of fulfillment or progression in the things that we wanted to see happen. And all we're doing is playing a game here. This was an instrumental and hugely significant portion of my life because I realized my tendency to just create things around me that are facades and games that I'm playing, but I'm not actually seeing any real fruit or change from all this energy, all this effort, all this work that I would be putting into something like meeting every Thursday with a group of guys. And so when it came to five years ago, when my wife Kate and I started to think about and dream about this idea of the CMYK community, there was something at the core of who I am that I knew I I wanted to find, okay, why are we choosing to do this? Because, as you can probably imagine, there's a lot of different things that I, Matt Blakely, could choose to do with my time and energy and resources. There's a lot of different things that you could be doing with your time, energy, and resources. Like you're listening to this podcast right now, and there's so many other podcasts out there in the world. I, I think you probably know that. Like, there's so many great communicators and ideas and thinkers that you you can go listen to them. Why would you choose to take the next few moments and listen in on? this. There's so many different things that we could do on Sunday mornings and Sunday evenings. Why? Why would we choose to continue to gather on Sundays? Why would we do these things that we're doing? And for me, that accountability group were were these seeds to say, okay, if we're going to define a why, let's be really honest about whether or not that is actually being found. Because the last thing in the world I ever want to see happen is that there's this facade that's created, that it's a group of people, myself included, that's just kind of playing a game or pretending like this is the way that it is when we all know and leave the room. and Like, that's not the way that it is. Nobody's actually doing that. Nobody's actually living like that. And that we're not actually experiencing the things that we set out to experience. So why would we do this? It's an important question, and for me, it's not just an important question to answer, but it's an important thing that we, we figure out how do we actually make that why happen, that it's not just a plaque on the wall, but it's something that we actually see take place for myself and for anybody that would choose to be a part of the CMYK community, that we're actually finding it, and for me, and for us as a CMYK, the why comes out of the life teachings, an invitation of Christ, that he invites people to follow a certain way, and that out of that way, there would be an outcome to it. And for me, I've found some great kind of inspiration or just real succinct ideas from Christ on a couple key passages. One of them is this moment in the Gospels where Jesus is communicating to a group of people. This is John 10, 10. And Jesus says this, he says, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came, Jesus says, and he has a reason. He has a purpose. He says, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. You want to know why Jesus is here? You want to know why he's inviting people to follow him? Because there's a way of life that is abundant. There's other translations that say that that they may have life and have it to the full. There's this holistic kind of life for us to experience. And to follow Christ should mean that we're experiencing a more holistic life. Another text that I find really fascinating and important is John chapter 15. In verse 10, again, Jesus communicating to a a group of people that are, are, are wrestling with following him, and he says, if you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you. In other words, this invitation to follow me and follow my commandments, all of these things have a reason and a purpose, an outcome that you should see happen. He says, these things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. There's something I think so important about the life and invitation of Christ that says if you're going to follow Christ, there should be this holistic life and joy that you are experiencing. That's why we would choose to do this. That's why we would choose to say that we are followers of Christ. Jesus seems to be so clear about it in the text, but yet church and following Christ, how many of us have experienced where if that's the target, a holistic life, holistic joy, we rarely experience it, but it can be this system and structure where we experience guilt, shame, we experience this feeling of being an outsider. We experience this feeling of, well, this is just the way that it is, so we got to keep doing what we're doing. This is the tradition. This is the narrative that we are handed. Meanwhile, there's this real wrestling match and struggle with how things are. And for me, for us, when we talk about this idea of why CMYK, why would we choose to do this? Because there's so many other great faith communities and buildings. Why CMYK? For me, it's really, really important that we kind of just start at that most basic level in answering that question, and that is that you and I would be experiencing this holistic life and joy. That's why we would show up. That's why we would choose to be a part of this community, because there's a more beautiful way for us to interact with the world, people, and stuff around us, and the outcome of that would be this holistic life and joy. And that everything that we do and everything that I talk about from here on out would be a work to help that actually happen. That we're not playing games, we're not, playing, we're not putting up facades or wearing masks. We are actually working on seeing this take place in our world and in our lives. And so the question then becomes, if you're kind of following along, playing at home, then if this is our why, that we would have holistic life and joy, well, how? how, Like, how do you get that? And there's so many different ideas and thoughts and theology out there that talks about, okay, what does Jesus mean when he's talking about these things? And for me, the more that I read, the more that I kind of grow up and study and understand some things I believe, and we believe as a CMYK community, the how of Jesus is an invitation in to following him on some specific things that we see out of the life of Christ and out of the early church, the first followers of Jesus. There were some ways that they chose to interact with each other, how they chose to go about this, that the outcome was this holistic life and joy. And for us, that revolves around four things. It's to be present, to be honest, to be open, and to be the embodiment of love. This is our work. This is how we choose to find this holistic life and joy. It's a more beautiful way to interact with the world and people and stuff around us. It's where we believe we find the divine in learning to be present right where you are. To not live in the past and not live in the future, but that God is only found in this moment, and that there are people around you with beating hearts and breath in their lungs that matter in this moment, and to be present with one another is a sacred, beautiful work that out of that we find holistic life and joy. To be honest, no matter what, to just be completely honest, because it's in that place and in that space that the grace of God and his love and embrace is found, God is not found outside of reality in some kind of masks and facades. He's only found in what's truly happening. So our work, how we experience this holistic life and joy is to be honest and to find embrace no matter what. To be open and to understand that I don't I don't know everything. I don't have my finger on on you know how everything should be and I don't have God in a box that I get everything there is to get no. I'm continually, we are continually invited to be open to a God who's up to things and bigger, and there's so much more than we ever could understand. To be open to the outsider and to the other, rather than creating silos, fortresses for ourselves, to be open that, okay, my way probably isn't always the best way. This is what we see out of the life of Christ, and it's in this step that we would find holistic life and joy. And last but not least, to be loved or to be loved. We could say it this way, to be the embodiment of love. This is our work. And we believe that love is only a giving force. It's not an exchange If I give you some, then you give me some, then I give you... No, that's, that's an exchange. That's currency. Love is simply giving. And so we as a community work to be the embodiment of love and in that to be loved ourselves. And it's in this, again that we find holistic life and joy. This is what we do. And maybe you've heard me talk about it before, this be present, be honest, be open, and be loved. So then the question, probably for, again, if you're playing along at home, leads to, okay, so so what do you actually do then? Like, is it just... Just go do those things? Well, yeah, kind of, but we have some tools and we have some ideas that we hope help us live out this stuff and find this holistic life and joy. And that revolves around four things. One, we have meals. We believe that if, if our work is to be present, honest, open, and love, then the best way to see that happen is around a dinner table around a brunch table with some food in front of us. There's something about food that pulls us into the present that we experience one another differently in that moment. And so we have these meals that are meeting throughout the weeks and throughout the month all around the city. And it's the work of these meals to simply be present, be honest, be open, and be the embodiment of love that we see more and more of that happen. Why? So that we can find this holistic life and joy together. On top of that, we have this tool, this work of Sunday gatherings. We meet at Art House Cinema and Pub at 10.30 a.m. and 6 p.m., and there's just some things that we bring to that gathering because we think it matters for us to connect on a regular basis. Our goal is not to get everybody to come to a Sunday thing. We love the idea of more people coming to a Sunday thing. Our goal is that we experience this holistic life and joy. But for some of us, there is this tool of meeting together regularly on Sundays and getting together in the room and listening to some music and, and, and singing some songs and connecting and I give this talk that you're hearing now live in the room there and we spend some time around breaking bread around communion the Eucharist those kind of works matter for some of us and they help us to be present to be honest to be open and be loved and experience this holistic life enjoy so we have Sunday gatherings all are welcome all the time we love them they're just incredible on top of that, we have podcasts. That's what you're listening to. You found it. Uh, but we do the podcast because we understand not everybody's going to connect in a meal. Not everybody's going to look or connect into a Sunday gathering. But maybe somebody's looking to connect around and find this holistic life and joy. So the podcast could be a tool for somebody that, again, isn't able to connect on those other areas, but they would connect here with the podcast. So welcome. And then last but not least, the final tool that we have are magazines. As we, as I mentioned earlier, are CMYK community. We mean that. And the easiest thing for us to create is a system and a structure where the guy with the microphone is like the guy and that's the who you hear from and it's his stories and his ideas and his thoughts that you're always interacting with. That just doesn't really feel like a community. And so what we've done is we have, over the course of our history, multiple times invested in a magazine that we design, that we uh, put a lot of resources into print in a really nice fashion, because in that magazine, we want to share stories of what's happening with our community, other individuals. And we just think that that's a great format and platform to make that happen. So you can pick up those magazines at any of our Sunday gatherings, or you can go online and you can find them under the magazine tab uh, as there's a digital copy up there. But Our goal is to share stories of what's happening in our community, that it would help us to be present, be honest, be open, be loved, that we may find some holistic life and joy. This is the CMYK community. This is why we do what we do. This is how we do what we do. And this is actually what we're doing. But when it comes to uh, things, which this is probably honestly where we're getting into some insider baseball, but again, here's all our cards. When it comes to things, we understand, as probably you do, that there's a system that's needed to kind of make all of this stuff happen, to make sure that we're staying on target and we're making these, you know, we're just doing what we need to be doing. And so we have a, a pretty clear system for how we choose to exist and how we choose to make all of this take place. And our first system, is a system of values. This is where our personality really starts to come out and shine as us, the specific CMYK community. We have some things that we think are really important and we value highly. It's a part of our system for how we do everything. And those values revolve around a few things. One is that we have enough. That's a value for us, that we learn to live and position ourselves in such a way that we are here to give. Because we have enough. Rather than living our life for more and more stuff, more and more acclaim, trying to climb some corporate ladder, we just believe we have enough and we've been invited to give. It's a more beautiful interaction and loving way to live. Another value for us is that we are people. We're not looking to try and buy a building. We're not looking to acquire more and more stuff. We're just a community of people. That's a value for us that we always see this thing called CMYK as people. On top of that, we have a value where, that we are okay with doubts, struggles, and not having all the answers. We have a value that we are willing to challenge traditions and narratives for the sake of authenticity. Faith and belief can easily become about just holding up traditions and narratives because that's just what you do. And we really believe that, again, the divine is found when we are fully honest, and there's this holistic life and joy to be experienced. And part of that is a value for us that says, okay, if we need to poke the box a little bit, let's poke the box because we believe there's this life and joy to be found. And last but not least, we have this value that we see extreme, extreme value in everyone, independent of race, gender, history, place, or sexuality. Everyone matters here, and everybody is on the same level here. If you've ever been to one of our Sunday gatherings, we don't have a platform. This is not to say that platforms are bad or evil. Sometimes you just got to Elevate someone so other people can see. I get it. But we have a a reason that we work to not have a platform. And it's because we just really believe we're all on the same level, whether you're the guy with the microphone or whether you're someone that's sitting in the back. We are all of the same value and significance. And that's important to us. So no matter what race, gender, history, place, sexuality no matter what, you have extreme value here. And last but not least, Oh, sorry. That is our uh, system of values. Okay, so so then moving on. I'm even getting lost in the weeds here. Okay, so moving on. Another system we have is a system of people. We have people that are working in in and around this thing called CMYK, and that just really revolves around three different teams of people. There's a leadership team, which is the major driver, and uh, you know. leaders of this community, there's no better word, I guess, but this is a larger group of people. These are the people that are leading our meals and helping make this work of CMYK happen. And our goal and desire is to continually grow that leadership team because we want to invite more and more people to be a part of this community, dialoguing, having conversation, these kinds of things. So we have the leadership team. On top of that, we have a finance council that just works to uh, kind of make sure that we're uh, accountable with our resources and we're using the best that we can, as you can understand. Our leadership team right now is 20 people, and that can be hard to have some more detailed conversations about finances. So to pair that down to a finance council of five people is a good work. And then on top of that, we just have a a really small staff of people that are kind of the boots on the ground, regular working on some things throughout the week. But we have a system of people. That's how we're structured as people. And last but not least, we have a system of finances. Now, for some of you, the minute I said the word finances or money in this talk, your ears start to burn and you want to just turn it off. Uh, I I get that, because this can be a topic that is highly sensitive and and can feel highly manipulative to talk about finances and money in a space like this. But here's what I want to do. I just want to tell you where we are. I just want to tell you why we're doing what we're doing, and this is where we are, and then you can take that and do whatever you want with it. If you want to be a part of things, great. If you don't want to be a part of things, that's fine. But here's where we are. As this is a system for us to find this holistic life and joy, and as a value for us as a community is to say that we have enough, as I mentioned, then one of the most core foundational things for our system of finances is that we give away 55% of everything given. We believe it's better to give than it is to receive, and so we feel like we need to practice that on every level, especially our resources. So that's what we do, we give away 55% of everything given. This has been a beautiful story of our community. And so in this past season, That 55% has kind of come to some totals after a period of time where we've been able to give to global needs like Kiva and Doctors Without Borders. We've been able to give to things that are happening locally like Adela House, which is a a group of people that are working really hard to to take people that are coming out of correctional facilities and find housing for them because that can be incredibly difficult. It's such good work. Tumbleweed, a group that's working with kids and youth in our community. We give to other faith communities within our city because we believe, man, we don't have the corner market on anything. We're not super, super special, so we just want to show ourselves and these other faith communities we're with you, and we want your work to succeed as well. So we've given to other, other faith communities, like the Rainbow Room, which is this incredible group that's creating space for LGBTQ youth to know that they are loved and embraced and they can be themselves in this space of faith and not find shame and not feel like they have to hide. Such good work. On top of that, we give to art projects and artists because we think art matters in our community. And so that's a part of what we want to give back and try and stir and see happen. So we've given to a film that I can't wait to see happen called Return. Uh, that the guys are going working and shooting right now. We've given to Montana Gallery, and their work is a gallery. It's such good stuff happening out of there. And then last but not least, we give a portion uh, to this thing what we call alms. In other words, those within our community that just have a need. They can't pay their water bill, their car broke down, whatever it is, that we would be able to say, hey, we understand life happens, and we want to be in a space where we can give and serve those in need around us. So that's what we're doing. That's a system of our finances. So what this means is if we're giving away 55%, that we have to learn to live off of 45%. And this is something that we've worked incredibly hard to make happen for the last, uh, honestly, three, four years of the CMYK community. But over this past season of time, as many of you know, because we've been trying to be honest with you guys about where we're at, our giving just, uh, it went down to the point where we were not able to give away 55% without dipping into our reserves that we had. And we decided, okay, we're just going to do it and hopefully see some giving kind of increase and see people, more people get in the game. But as we have seen that happen, and we've seen that you know average number, average amount of finances given every month continually raise, there's a part of us that feels like we just got to deal in integrity and be honest and say, we're not able to live off of giving away 55% in this current season of time. And so this past fall, the leadership team, the finance council, and myself, have we've just been talking about this, and we just feel like we need to deal in reality, and part of that reality is We can't give away 55% because we're going to continue to dip into our reserves to where we have no resources, and we just kind of have to close up shop because we can't pay rent, and we can't pay the couple staff that we pay, and we can't uh, you know, have the equipment and supplies and things that we need to make things happen. We can't pay for hosting uh, of the podcast on our website, these kinds of things. So rather than having to close up shop, let's just be honest and say, okay, what can we give away in this season? And... It's not the happiest news in the world, but right now, uh, what I'm here to report is that we have to, or we're choosing to move that number from giving away 55% to giving away 40%. This is not the goal. This is not the target. This is just where we are financially right now. And we're gonna do this and be honest with you uh, as we move forward. If we can move that up, we're gonna move it up. That's our goal. That's our desire, that we would be able to see us give not 55%, but 60%, 80%, 90% of everything given. That's a win for us as a community. And so we're going to continue to try and see two things happen. One, we're going to continue to try and cut where we can cut. We've already done a lot of that, and one of the things that we've actually made the decision to, to cut is uh, the printing of the magazine. Now, sharing our stories matter, as I mentioned. That's a tool that we have. But as the magazine is one of the more expensive things that we do through all the printing costs and design costs, those kinds of things, we just felt like, okay, maybe there's a more um, inexpensive or frugal way that we can go about it. Maybe there's a, a way that we can do it through an email newsletter or a blog, or we can do video posts of sharing stories of other people within our community. Yeah, it's a different kind of work, but maybe it's less expensive and we're not using as many resources as we are in printing the magazines. But the second thing for us that we hope to see happen is that we as a community would defy the Pareto rule. The Pareto rule is this. It's this idea that within any kind of nonprofit or faith community organization that 20% of the people will do 80% of the work or give 80% of the resources and energy. 20% of the people give 80% of what's needed. This happens all over the place. And to be honest, CMYK is a space that we have seen this happen, that there's 20% of our community, actually in all honesty, it's probably more like 10% of our community is giving 80 to 90% of the resources needed for us to do what we do and give away 55%. And so our goal is not to try and dip into the, the wallets of those people that are already giving. Our goal, as a CMYK community, is to try and invite more and more people to be a part of this community, and part of that would be, hey, is there a way for you to give what you can give and be a part of this community on that level, that we can see this vision and this value for us is of giving away 55% and going towards global needs, local needs, faith communities, arts, these kinds of things around us can you be a part of that because the vision for me and the vision for us is not that we have more money in the bank that's the last thing in the world we want to do the vision for us is that we come to a place where this pareto rule of 80 or 20% comes or 20% of the people give 80% we just blow it out of the water. And we would be one of the most unique faith communities ever that if we saw 80, 90% of our people just engaged on some level, whether it's giving just five bucks a month, whatever it is, just choosing to say, no, I'm a part of this. And one of the biggest ways that we can say that is through our finances. So in the midst of just kind of showing all our cards. If you're interested and want to help us with this story, that would be great. You're more than welcome to do that. We have giving boxes on Sundays that you're more than welcome to drop in whatever it is that you want to drop in, or you can go to our website, cmykcommunity.com, and choose to donate there, choose to give there, and know and set up kind of a giving uh, system that it would just come out of your account regularly. You wouldn't even have to think about it if you wanted to do that. But our dream and our desire is to find this holistic life and joy. It's why we're doing what we're doing. And part of that is this system of finances that we have. Part of that is choosing to live like we have enough. Part of that is choosing to be the embodiment of love. We believe if we actually do these things, it's in this space and way that we find this holistic life and joy. And we are not just playing a game. And I just got to be honest, This has been one of the craziest, most unique, out there, things I have ever done or been a part of, this thing called CMYK. We've had so many ups and downs and left turns and right turns. We started meeting in the YWCA. Don't ask me why. (laughs) It was fine, but like that's not a place that you start something, (laughs) so we were there for a while, but we we've, we've tried some really interesting things that just flopped horribly. We've invested resources in things that we went away from. And we're like, man, we spent how much on what that we've tried to wrestle with and tried to continue to pare down. But ultimately, here's what I can say. I had an experience in high school where I was playing a game and a facade, and I got tired and exhausted, and I didn't want to do it anymore. I'm so proud and honored to be able to say that I've found holistic life and joy. I found something, and it's not because of me, but it's because of this thing called the CMYK community, and this work that we have together. It's working to be present and to be honest, to be open and be loved. And, um, man, I'm sorry, I'm I'm breaking down. Uh, The continual... Interactions that I have with you, where you are doing that work with me and with us, and the amount of joy and embrace, life and joy, oh man, this is some of the best uh, years of my life, and I've spent my entire life in church, but this last season of CMYK is, is some of the best. And it's because of you that's choosing to listen to this and engage and be a part of this, to be a part of this system with us and give what you have. So I just want to land the plane with this and say thank you. Thank you um, for trusting me and trusting this community with your story and being a part of this thing. Thank you for all of, and and this is more of a personal thing, but all the naysayers that um, would communicate, man, this is crazy. You're not going to see that happen. You can't give away 55%. You're not going to see that happen. All these things. You don't actually see real holistic life and joy. That's just a facade. It's a game. You just get together, do these things uh, just to continually prove them wrong and say, no, Jesus, Jesus was like all about this holistic life and joy. So let's be all about that. And let's find that together. Let's not play games. It's not wear masks. So uh, as much as I'm rambling and just kind of bubbling uh, over into the mic right now, I, I just want to say thank you. and I love you, and I hope you know that wherever you are and whatever's going on, there's a community of people that this is our work. And for you to plug in and engage in this work, we think really matters, and there's a more beautiful way for us to find together. And so you are always welcome. And um, as I mentioned, Our goal with this is not that you would listen to this necessarily and go, oh, that's nice, but that you would feel like you can be a part of this community. And in showing all our cards about who we are and how we exist and what we're up to, that uh, you would feel free to raise your hand, engage in dialogue, reach out to us on Facebook or send us an email and connect with us, join us on a Sunday morning, and just be a part of this on that level. We would love your voice here that's the goal. If there's anything we can do for you, please, please let us know. Other than that, have a great week, and we will be back next week.